0: Yo, 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 welcome to the Sort of Kiwi podcast, aka Origins, Um, for season two. Um, To my left, got a very special guest, and actually the first musical guest of season two, 2022, JJ Shadow. How you going, bro?
1: Not too bad, not too bad. First off, thank you for having me. All all good, brother. I'm very uh, grateful to be given a platform of some kind. Uh, to sort of speak my mind as an artist I haven't actually had the opportunity so this is like first like interview actually your first one? first interview podcast type of thing <laughs> so it's like uh it's a re- really beautiful for me and yeah no nah, just thank you for having me on like I love the show i've been oh, jamming it for a while so you know oh, that's awesome bro yeah man so yeah thank you for that i really appreciate oh, it i know that means a lot
0: to hear from like hear from you as well bro or just anyone really nah, because, thank you man you know, just doing this I just do it for the love but just do it for having awesome combos and yeah, yeah probably a good chance to kind of give a little bit of intro how we know each other and yeah for sure probably like comes really from last year in the whole 59 seconds a sort of world through a checker patterns from I did that podcast game yeah with how you guys are working absolutely 59 seconds I mean I posted you tunes or something. Host kind of my bit. most
1: recent freestyle, I think it was. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then um Ray Lisi's um Springboard yeah, album that's right. Album release as well and get yeah. to see you perform live and then for me, particularly last year of lockdowns, mm it's like what? It was always full circle moments for me. Yeah, for sure. And for it was sure. like really energized me to get into um season two of the pod as, yeah, as man. I possibly for can. Sure. Especially off the back of our con- conversations. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Which yeah is it, real cool,
1: bro. For sure, it, f- it feels really full circle, like all the different connections that um have sort of led us to this moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it feels like there's been so many different people who have like known you, or have known me, or have like uh you know sort of known each other, and then like yeah, like it felt like that night at cassette um was just sort of like this sort of melding moment where everything just sort of came Super. together.
0: And it was you know? supernatural, and I mean that's always the foundation for any good convos. Absolutely Outside of just And record a podcast Yeah um, yeah. But enough about intros Of how I've (laughs) met you Maybe give an intro um, To everyone out there About who JJ Shadow is Like Obviously you're You know a musician Mm. But How did it all start for you bro Like How did it all start? Yeah So when did you first Like kind of decide to You know what Music Is a thing Yeah well For me Um
1: For me, like, I've always been into music. Like, growing up, I had uh, a very, like, sort of creative family. I had um, my mother, who was a dancer, and she was, like, a hip-hop sort of dancer sort of thing. So she was always working. And she did, like, contemporary ballet sort of stuff as well. But her specialty was, like, in hip-hop dancing. And then um, my nana and papa on my mum's side were also, like, very musical. They were in a band, like, since they were in, like, their 20s and, like... They did it all the way up until they were like 50, 60. So oh, they wow. had been, yeah, they were still very musical and I just grew up around a lot of creative people. And even um, even my dad's side of the family, which I don't know as well. Like I just know that like a lot of them are real creative, like just from certain things I've heard about them. Yeah. So um, I sort of like, especially like me just being raised by, you know, single mom situation, it was just me and mum, And she was just always like dancing, listening to music and all that kind of thing. And because it was like hip hop music, like I was very, very lucky to be exposed to all types of music, but especially hip hop music from like a really young age. Yeah. So I grew up like, I think like the first rap song I ever heard was like Eminem's like, Just Lose It. I think it was that. I think that was like oh, the yeah. first
0: one. And when would, when, how long ago would that been I would have been that- two. I would have been two, two years too. old, cause my mum my mom,
1: my mom bought the single. You bet you remember when yeah. there's like the single CDs and yeah, it was like yeah. the real thin jewel case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my mum <laughs> bought the Just Lose It single, and I remember it had like Eminem on the cover with like the the fake bang gun and uh, like the blue. Yeah. So it was like it was like encore, like 2004, and like on the B. I remember hearing the song and being like, "This is kind of weird, cause it's like kind of a joke song." But then on the B side, it had ju- uh, Lose Yourself. And obviously lose yourself is like it's a bit overplayed now, but it's like one of the greatest rap songs ever one of the greatest songs ever made. And it's um that was like the first rap I ever heard. And then wow. it was like like a lot of Tupac after that, because my mum listened to Tupac. And then it was like a lot a lot of because mum really loved like Hey Ya and like all those songs. So sorta of found that those sort of things and then Kanye got
0: in the mix eventually when I was like Six or five or something like that. It's buzzing. I'm just like just on that, like the fact that, like, a you're surrounded by music, which Mm. makes huge. Doesn't mean just because you're not surrounded by music doesn't mean that you're not naturally gonna be yeah, yeah, of course not. So many people. It just adds to your, you know, what you can pull from. But the fact that at a very young age hip hop was playing around where yeah it just shows and we've had this conversation before the yeah, yeah. generational difference or the even ten year gap between you know, or five year between us. Yeah. Uh, your parents are different to my parents in terms of what they were playing for sure, I mean, yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. But like when I I think I was thirteen when Encore came out yeah oh my god maybe 13 or (laughs) 11 or something yeah I was two
1: I was two when that came out and yeah that was that's so crazy thinking about that it's it is really interesting because yeah I think I think it was definitely my mum specifically too because like yeah my dad definitely wouldn't have played Eminem around (laughs) the house when I was like a little kid but my mum was very like um she was just so into like popular music and like um just she, she I th- it wasn't just hip hop too like i was really raised around like all different types of stuff i mean like i was like i was like religiously raised on like michael jackson and like david bowie and prince and that sort of stuff as well so i was a i was like product of the 80s and i wasn't even born in the no, 80s yeah. or even anywhere close to the 80s you know
0: but then so. like a, a melting pot of like kind of more contemporary modern music yeah. than, than the late 2000s right yeah so for sure yeah 100% yeah, got so much to pull on yeah whereas for sure like probably like 10 years before 20 years before that you're quite limited to what you actually owned yeah 100% than the internet sort of era, right
1: yeah for sure I mean I remember when I remember when I was a kid like um a lot of the music that my mum found also was like off like I, I remember we talked about this last time um a lot of the music how my mum would find music um if she didn't like buy like single <laughs> cds was uh she'd go on like a and stuff. And yeah. LimeWire, for those who don't know, is like this um very old piracy website essentially where you, it's like a peer to peer file sharing network where you can just like download anything. Yeah, and people and uh, Yeah, before, before Torrance, tor- yeah, came for sure. Mass, yeah. yeah, it was like it was like uh I don't I don't think it was Napster, but it was like LimeWire, like Pirate Bay, like all those different types of ones were coming out. And LimeWire was like the one that me and Mum used all the time and my mom would just buy, not buy, she would legally download like uh, all these different types of songs and she would like buy like, uh, sorry, download like remixes of like other songs too. So it would be like Michael Jackson and like 50 Cent mixed together. You know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. mashups and stuff. And that like, it's, um, that was really good. Cause yeah, cause like I'm a product of the internet, like just sort of like a result of my age, you know, being like Gen Z or whatever I am. I don't know, the generation (laughs) stuff, but yeah, yeah, like, you know, being a product of the internet, like, it was really good, because I kind of had, like, access to just every type of music from every little corner of the world, and I guess that because of that, like, I had, like, a very wide range of influences, like, I never really just, like, stuck to pop music that was playing on the radio, or... Or even like you know like some parents who only play like classical music for their kids to yeah. try and make them smarter. It was like I had like a lot of like I had a very wide range of influences
0: that yeah, you could actually easily pick from. You could decide what your musical taste was. For Rather sure. Than, like the the feeding system was the internet. Yeah. And you decided what.
1: For sure. What yeah. You wanted to eat right. Abs- like, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. It's like I I chose what like I sort of because you know when you're a kid like everything is, like, food, like, soul food, you know what I mean, like, you're taking in all this information, and you're just, like, a sponge, and you're just taking all of it in at once, so I guess when I was a kid, like, because I had that in my fingertips, and even, and also my mum was generous enough to, like, you know, listen to whatever, like, strange requests I had for, like, what songs I wanted that I heard on TV or whatever, like, she would go and find it for me, like, whether it was, like, Rihanna, or, like, um, uh, just anything it could anything. be any any type of music that I was like hearing on like MTV or like um, on the radio or like on from a movie um and that was like a huge thing too is like with like going back to like those remixes that I used to download and stuff it's like um I actually like I when I first started like realizing I wanted to be like cre- like creative as sort of like yeah. a like a like an occupation like a thing I want to <laughs> do I guess I was like Originally, I wanted to be a DJ. I wanted to be a DJ, and I wanted to specifically be, like, a mashup artist where I would, like, mix, like, different songs together and, like, put, like, an acapella from one song over, like, the instrumental to another song. Yeah. And that was, like, very important to me. And I think a lot of that came from Kanye as well because he's such a sample-based producer, like, pulling from, like, 70s records and then, like, speeding them up or chopping them up or whatever. And I think, like, those, like, influences were, like, very very early on sort of predictions slash like sort of ingredients for what my music is now because my music's very sample based and that idea of like mixing things from different places some things that like shouldn't even really belong together and making them work I think is like been very ingrained into my psyche since like a very young age just because I was just like I love like, mega mixes, you know, of, like, medleys of songs, you know what I mean? Like, I loved all that stuff. And my mum also loved that stuff because she would need that stuff for, like, her dance routines because she would be, like, you know, making, like, uh, she'd download, like, like 90s, 2000s crunk music or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, stuff like that. And that was super, super part of, like, um, you know, sort of how I internalised music. I didn't really think of it as, like, so, like individual songs or like, you know, uh, like a product like you that you buy. I just thought of it as like just an amalgamation of creativity.
0: Yeah, and, and just information through audio. Hundred so percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah.
1: percent. And that's how I. I mean, to this day, like obviously, I can see it from all the other perspectives too, but I personally like to view art as just this sort of like shared consciousness. You know what I mean? And a lot of that has related to how I used to internalize art from like, a very, very young age, but, yeah, like, from that point on, like, after I sort of stopped doing the mixing, I stopped trying to be a DJ, um, I, I did, like, I did all this sort of kind of stuff, like, I, I, um, I really got into, like, making films, and I really got into making, like, videos, like, I was a, I was a YouTuber when I was a
0: kid, so I it was. They had like kind of quite a young age, or was this kind of like getting into high school? Uh, sort of.
1: I would have step. been I would have been eight when I first started being a, like a YouTuber. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was very young. I didn't I didn't have a YouTube channel in high school, which was I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But but it's that's a different. It's a different. That's a whole different. It's a different game. shade of JJ. Yeah, yeah, know? no, like, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. But um, before that, um, yeah, I started off being a YouTuber, and it was sort of like. YouTube was this at the time. It's not so great now, in my opinion, because I think there's a lot of stuff that they're doing to sort of limit creators. But at the time, this is like golden era YouTube, where mm. it's like you could just upload just anything you wanted, and outside of like copyright, which was definitely a thing I encountered quite early on, uh, with all my remixes and stuff. Um, outside of that, like you really could make anything, and you can make any type of content. And like I didn't have any views or anything because I was a little kid, um, but. You know, and it was real bad because I was, like, you know, literally an infant. But I did all sorts of different stuff. Like, I made, like, sketch comedy videos. And then I made, like, um, sort of, like, parodies of, like, other existing media. Like, I remember I had, like, a a video where, like, Justin Bieber dies or something. I did not like Justin (laughs) Bieber when I was a kid. I love him now, I think he's yeah. great, God bless yeah. his soul, but like, yeah, I just was like, I was on that sort of hate bandwagon yeah. when I was a kid, God, yeah. and, um, but like, I always did like all these sketch comedy videos of like superheroes, like stop motion animation videos of like Lego, and like all this kind of stuff, and then, like, I did like Let's plays of video games, and just everything, I did like yeah. everything, and then on top of that, I was doing the remixing and the DJing, and I would like... Yeah. I was super, I was, like, hyper, hyper, hyper obsessed with, like, Michael Jackson and, like, Daft Punk and Eminem when I was a kid, so all of my remixes mainly centered around those guys, it was, like, those people, like, MJ, Eminem, a little bit of Eminem, really, and then, like, a lot of Daft Punk, too, because I was just obsessed with them, and then, yeah, like, after I sort of left that world of creativity, like, I stopped doing the YouTube channel, I, um, I took a break for a while from just like doing anything creative, because like yeah, when I was like, uh, yeah, like when I was younger, you know, like I I, I really put everything into creativity, because like, uh, I guess like I wasn't like that social
0: at school and stuff. But was like, it something that you always that's all you really knew, like just yeah, to, uh, I, kind of express yourself in yeah, that sort sure. of visual and yeah, like, any sort of visual or audio type because that's what you were surrounded yeah I think it was watching like stuff or you is the information palette right so
1: yeah I think a lot of it was like when I was a when I was a kid like um I you know I think in some ways it was like a bit isolating at the time but in the long run it was like super super important because um you know I wasn't really making friends and stuff at school and all that kind of thing and then you know, my mum would, you know, I feel like a lot of parents, like, I was talking about this with a friend the other day, like, a lot of parents, like, force their kids into, like, soccer teams or, like, into certain sports, like rugby, or they're, like, go and do this co-curricular thing and do whatever, whatever, and, you know, they do it so, like, their kids are not just, like, wasting time playing video games or, like, yeah. wasting their time doing whatever, but then my mom was, like, essentially, like, do you want to do any of that stuff? And I was, like, no, I don't really care for any of it. And she just let me... I was very, like, very blessed to be able to spend basically all my free time where I wasn't doing homework or I wasn't at school just, like, making stuff because it was, like... It was really productive, you know? Like, I honestly... A lot of the time, um, I think about, like, my, my sort of creative workflow when I was a kid. And honestly, like, I was, like, grinding the hardest I've ever grinded in my life when I was a kid because, like, I would make, like five six videos a day and like back that back then that was like really uncommon but now a youtuber like they would die to have that sort of workflow yeah because that's like sort of the what the algorithm likes is like you know lots and lots of content um
0: obviously it was all terrible once again because i was a literal But it was all foundational though absolutely yeah you might say it was terrible like upon reflection but then (laughs) like it wasn't terrible in terms of like your work Developing your graphic no, or not at all. testing out skills at a very young age to the point where when you're what twenty twenty, 20 now twenty now yeah 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 like the fact that you've already done all those hours and hours of training <laughs> and research <laughs> and information like you know yeah man digesting.
1: Windows Windows Movie Maker man oh beautiful yeah. absolutely beautiful but yeah it's like That's um like, uh I I went on a tangent now I'm trying to circle back to what I was saying oh yeah my my creative journey um. So yeah, when I so like after I was done with the channel and like I had done all that sort of stuff, I took a break from creativity and I started learning like you know like how to actually properly socialize with kids and like all that kind of stuff. This is like intermediate. Like I started like figuring out like oh yeah like I can make friends and like you know not be like a loner or whatever. And then it was like around that time I um I started making beats because I like found my mum's iPad, uh, GarageBand, and it was like you could like GarageBand is so cool like um I don't use it now because I've like upgraded to like Logic Pro but I started off using GarageBand on the iPad and it was really incredible because you could just sort of layer all these instruments on top of each other and sort of do whatever you want and like you had the power to make like a full full song on an ipad and i thought that was like like i remember when i stumbled across it like because it was like my mom's like work ipad like she used it specifically for work she had no idea that it was even on it and then i just was like titling with it trying to watch youtube and then i found it and then it was just sort of like this sort of brain explosion moment and like i remember i put it away because like i wasn't very good at it because it was like first time i'd ever used it but then i was like it just every single time i thought about it it was like this little like you know, like a bug oh, in the back of my the mind, iPad, you know, it's like, oh iPad. yeah, like you should ask mum to grab the iPad and work yeah. on some beats. And then, uh, <laughs> it was, it was great too. It was quite gratifying. Cause like my favorite artists were like odd future and like odd futures, early stuff was quite like rudimentary and like quite, uh, uh pretty like bare bones and like they use like stock yeah. plugins and all that kind of stuff yeah. which is what made them so cool and cool. what made them so like diy so when i was hearing it and i was like you know it, it almost felt like i was making music on level to them and if i was making music on level with odd future it was like i was like oh i'm the greatest artist yeah. of all time <laughs> it's just like you know like i love these guys like i loved odd future i still do but um, when I was, like, 11, 12.
0: Around that time, you know. when it first came out, the energy surrounding it. Like, oh, what incredible. Was that twi- oh nine, yeah, they Yeah, they came, they right, came out, like, around like, 2010, and I yeah. found
1: them when it was, like, 2013 when Tyler put out, like, Wolf and stuff. Uh, and okay. I found, like... I loved the newer stuff, but I found, like, a very back stuff the back back. catalogue I was like the mixtape era stuff I was like wow the the Bastard album yes the album absolutely and like Dina tapes, tapes Mellow Hype like Mellow Hype were like Mellow Hype to this day are still like I hold them up here when it comes to like rap groups you know what I mean and they were super DIY super like amateur when you compare to them the some like acts that were coming out but that's what made them so unique is that they were just like who cares we're just gonna make shit and they got famous off of their like first drafts and that's what's like so inspiring yeah. is they they were just figuring out how to do stuff for the first time and, and then they just exploded yeah it's At a time where
0: there wasn't a huge amount of the whole streaming thing was relatively yeah it existed but around that it was more like that, that piff, time, you know? yeah.
1: it was more like that perf like media fire downloads like it was more about yeah. like just putting it out for free and not worrying about like district like digital distributor and all this kind of stuff it was just like just chuck it out there and people are like word of mouth is going to spread it. And that was like super cool concept. And that was also something that um like seeing that and like, I think a lot of that early to the 2010s artists were doing that, like pro era capital Steves, who's like huge, like capital Steves is like one of my biggest inspirations. And, like, even, like, the early Kendrick stuff, like, overly dedicated Section 80, that was all released for, like... Kendrick Lamar EP. Yeah, Yeah, Kendrick Lamar EP, absolutely. Ab Soul. Schoolboy setbacks. Absolutely. Like, all that stuff, pro-era, Flatbush Zombies, like... Except Rocky. That that
0: class of the first two years of the 2010s is... Like, that's arguably one of my favourite... The last ten years is one of my favourite eras. Me too. For sure. I think, like, I hold it, like, the
1: 2010s and, like, especially, like... Like, the first half for me mm. is, like, that's, like, my golden era,
0: you know what that I mean? Cause that's what, what I grew up yeah, with, you know? There would be what the, 90, the, the actual early 2000s would be for me, in a way. Like, for I grew sure. up being, you know, what was it? Like, eight, seven, get rich, die Yeah. Oh, around classic, that time. Even then M&M Rise, but then Scribe came out around that time. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. So, like, across both sides of, you know, from here I and mean, then overseas as well, like, some pretty monumental monumental moments but yeah for sure but like even when what what, when I was like what 2018 19 around that time that's when I really started to see and I'll say this and just like see whether or not you agree or not but mm. it's like actually seeing artists from when you're the only one who knows about them to being rise oh my to God. the points Bro. so yeah. my example of absolutely There's a few examples and one I'm sure that you like kind of connect with is like Kid Cudi for me was mm. one of those artists, for sure. For the Weekends sure. one of those artists for me. Frank Ocean's one of those ones. Yeah, um, Kendrick and all them as well. Like yeah. where you just like you're scouring internet looking for stuff. Yeah, for and you sure. Discover the these artists. I mean, you look at ten years or years gone by. Yeah, Tom yeah. Scott pun, but true. It's a true. very um, it's pretty amazing just to see the heights, but then how they still have that humility. Yeah,
1: I remember when. Like, I first found out about Tyler the Creator and, like, going to my school and being like, you guys know Tyler the Creator? And, like, just no one knows what I'm talking about. And it's, like, now if you go to any intermediate yeah. school, they all know who he is. Yeah. And it's just, That's like, and right. I, I found him at a time where he wasn't, like, underground. No one knew him. Like, people knew him. Yeah. I just think, like, and either with the, whether it be, like, in Aotearoa or maybe just my age range, it was just, like, people just didn't know. And it was just, like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, also, like, that intermediate time when I started making beats was, like, a super um, intense experience for mus- Musical.ly because I started, it was, like, a, a back-and-forth sort of process where I was going back into the the 90s, 80s, 70s, and I was looking back at the music that AI grew up with and also the music that, like, came before me. You so you, what your mum
0: grew up with. Yeah, yeah, right? for
1: sure. I, I started, like, listening to, like, Stevie Wonder um tribe called quest far side um you know janet jackson and like really started getting into prince and david bowie like really getting into like their deep catalog that i never knew about and then like all the like just all these different artists and like i started like really i think intermediate when i started making those beats is like when i started really like kicking in the hip-hop so it was like i always knew tupac but i never listened to the albums so i was like i'd go through his whole discography in like a week and, like, just be, like, whoa, and yeah. then, That's um, nice. Nuja uh, you know, like, artists like him, like, started getting into, like, that sort of, like, instrumental hip-hop sort of era, sort of things, and then, like, also, like, reconnecting with, like, the New Zealand artists that I grew up with, but, like, I didn't know their names, because I was, like, too young, so, like, Shea Fu was, like, huge, huge influence on me when I was young, but I, d- I didn't know his name when I was a kid, it just was, like, yeah. what my mum played, like, on the iPod, and I was, like, oh, like, this is dope, and, like, I had all these songs by him, didn't know the name, and then, like, finding him again it was just, like, and, like, Leah nice and, like, you know, like, like, R&B artists I grew up with, and
0: all those a kind of things. Of artists, there, like, a huge range of artists where, I mean, that's just, like, like wow, because what would you, and I don't really, how would I ask this question, like, i kind of just see you as just an artist mm. rather than, say, a hip-hop artist or a rapper, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, that's just like probably a more common thing to kind of ask now where, like, say, you're, if you're like, um your influences. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. they rap, but they are kind of full-born artists because they do so much or they draw sure, so so yeah. many different things, right? For sure. So, like, that's just, like, a credit to, like, just the area that you grew up in. Yeah, I mean, no. The fact that you were just like listing off an encyclopedia like, of <laughs> the stuff that happened in the last twenty two oh, years a, or twenty years. I'm a then, huge music nerd. You know what I mean? Like, I you're like film and visual nerd as well, right? Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. That is because you do like. There's one question. Just I'll throw it in there. Go there's on, go sequel. on. Down. When was the first album on SoundCloud? It was 2018. That's th- yeah. So that's that- the first album that's still out there
1: right now so it's like i started uploading the soundcloud when i was like 13 and i just used to do instrumental tapes and i would just do beat tapes and i went under this name like ultimextra and it was like, ultimate
0: extra combined together. Is that, is that because of, your, <laughs> is that because of like, your influence of your ultra mega mixes and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, no, just, like, that's literally, it was like, that was kind of similar to my old DJ beat, name. Because your old beats were they'd very much those mashup type.
1: I think with the ones, instrumentals, or? with the instrumentals, they were just like what I'm doing now, but like way more rough and way more like, uh, way more like, uh, like demo-y and rough around the edges. Cause it was like, I was still, I still had like, I've always had the same influences like over my whole life. Like I've just, I just sort of gain new influences and just add them to my thing. Like I I know a lot of people they have like artists that like they used to like and then they don't like anymore. I kind of like, I I, I definitely get that. But like, I've always like, if I love an artist, it'll just be like, I love them like my whole life. You know what I mean? Or I'll I'll appreciate what they taught me or influenced me to do. And so like a lot of my older beats were like, what i'm doing now but just like really like just really demo and rough and bad because like i used to like i used to because i was making garage band ipad beats and when i started figuring out how to sample because i was just like in love with sampling and i'm still in love with it now everything i do is sample based it's like i would like grab the ipad and like get the sampler and like press record and then like put it up against the speaker you know, like, go and, ahead. like, play the sample from the speaker. And sometimes I'd even, like, I had, like, my mum's, like, iPhone 3. And I'd go on the YouTube app and then, like, play, like, some, like, 70s, like, Brazilian sample. And then, like, you know, record it into the iPad mic and then use that as the sample. And okay. everything just sounded <laughs> like shit because yes. of it. But it's all I had, you know what I mean? Like, that's I didn't impressive. have any chords or inputs.
0: I had no idea what any of that stuff was. So but it was just, like, I'm just going to make It's this stuff. Hey. And, like... On on the um, videos you're watching this, you can't see who who's above, but it's like Jay Della Donuts. Absolutely, it's like a lot of that, like how you're explaining about how you're chopping up samples, or just like finding samples, is kind of yeah, yeah. by any means necessary.
1: Hundred percent. That was yeah, like no. always. And I mean,
0: I just appreciate that hustle and that grind in terms of just like, man, I just need this right now because yeah. I'm like in that creative creative zone, right?
1: Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's the thing is that like I knew that I, I it was not coming out the way I wanted because of how I was doing it, but I had no other choice. So it was like, I'm either going to just not make stuff or I'm going to make stuff in it. Like I just keep working on my craft yeah. until I eventually get there. And for me, and this is like been my whole life, like not making stuff is just never an option. You know yep. what I mean? Like You're I always,
0: have, always creating stuff.
1: have to create. It's creation is like the thing that's kept me alive. Yep. It's the thing that like is, is prevented me from like, doing, like, bad shit, and, like, doing bad shit to myself, Mm. and, you know, it's literally kept me alive and breathing, and it's given me purpose in life, making stuff, you know, is a very, like, it's an important thing in in my universe, you know what I mean, it's like, it's basically, like, the one constant that I've always had over my whole life, like, from, like, birth, Mm. is just, I've always made stuff where to be, like, you know, shitty little drawings when I was a kid, or, like full blown out concept albums like I'm doing now and have been doing yeah. for the past few years. So yeah, Um. but sorry, to go back to what you asked before, yeah, the 2018 album, um, which is on SoundCloud and Bandcamp only, and YouTube, that was the first album I made under the JJ Shadow name. Cool. And what was that album called? So that yeah. one was
0: called Tales of a Broken Spirit. Okay. This is one, the reason why I bring that up yeah. and just doing a little bit of research outside of what we're talking about. Of course, yeah, yeah And yeah. W- our previous conversations. But, like, one thing that really struck me, and I noticed that just... I just encourage anyone who is, like, you know, familiar, or not familiar with J.J. Shadow to go to the SoundCloud <laughs> because I didn't even even press play. It was... And I was just excited for it. it as because... Did you design every single, like, cover
1: of yeah, those songs? Because there the, was a...
0: Buzzy thing for me And yeah. I was like Another question on it But I was just like man, Stand alone They're just like oh, Cool amazing. Thank they're you man just I like appreciate real that like captivating like, I've never seen it before And I don't know If right. it was intentional Where you've got A whole album That's under The umbrella of the album Yeah like, yeah yeah For sure And it might It might just be a cool Segue of how You landed of those albums Was it like a Release a track 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 With these kind of Visual themes as photos and then decide okay this is the playlist or the album or was it premeditated because every single single that you have on soundcloud it has a like a a different album cover cover, but then it's cohesive and it's you know (laughs) rainbows and stuff and (laughs) that's why i want to talk about the whole rainbow stuff too because cool yeah for sure was it premeditated was it just you throwing out a tracker i think with the with the album
1: what what happened is that like um I think I was, I was quite inspired by like Brock Hampton where like when they would put out singles and then albums, they would have like a very consistent art style for like every single single and cover they put out. But for me, it was like with the albums, my whole album process is like, it very, I just very much go with the flow and I very much like, if I'm really digging a certain feeling or style. I will just sort of tap into that unconsciously. And with, like, those single artworks, like, I would be making, like, with the, specifically the cover art yeah. for all those, sing- uh, for all the songs, Shanks like. on the album. Eh? Yeah, I just, I would be making the songs for the album, getting the album ready, and then simultaneously, like, while I'm, like, listening back to it or whatever, I would just yeah. sort of start making these sort of, like, like, cover arts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just sort of just me, like, sort of messing around with, like, uh, like photos that I liked or photos that I personally took, and then just sort of warping them and, di- and distorting and distorting them into um the artwork. And for me, like, um, I'm a very very visual person. Yeah, that's um, I was kind of the it was about because of yeah like
0: just as a just you're super visual. Yeah, it's for sure. And particularly like what you do outside of music, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, was there that kind of thing of like having like a single cover or a song cover, track cover, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like if I was to ever do a music video for this one track. Yeah. It would have to be. This would be the, like I don't know the DVD cover. Yeah. So <laughs> for this track. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. The VHS cover. VHS cover, the whatever it is. For like, sure. Yeah. That the, That's but definitely. Subconsciously, it subconscious- wasn't a super conscious effort, but. It's yeah. interesting how it's all tied together. It is. Right?
1: Yeah, so. no, it is. It absolutely is all tied together. I think it's all like this sort of, this idea of like, um, I've been, I really am, and I'm going to go on a tangent here, but I promise do I will it. tie it back. But it, I've been it. getting really into this idea of shared consciousness and this sort of idea that, you know, human beings and like just sentient beings in general, I just sort of like, you know, we all have our own individual experiences and we all see things from this like very narrow like our own point of view and mm. like, as in like a quite literal way where we're like, we're only seeing life from our own eyes. Like yeah. I can't see your own perspective, yeah. but this sort of idea of shared consciousness, where, um, shared consciousness where everyone's sort of just entwined into one another and everyone is like, whether they know it or not is sort of like entwined, intertwined into this like one larger than like life being that's like, you know, just, I guess you could call it the universe, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because we're all like, we're all connected by atoms and we're all connected by all these different things. And I've been really getting into the idea recently. And I think about like how that relates to my art. And in a lot of ways, like, I think that there's, you know, across all my albums, like literally across every single song I've ever made and also within the individual albums, like there are these consistencies that sort of come out. And I think a lot of those come out not only just because I just think it looks cool or yeah. that sort of very surface level stuff, but also in this very unconscious way where, like, I'm tapping into some sort of idea or I'm tapping into some sort of feeling that I'm having in my heart or in my soul. And then that's just sort of coming out in the art in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And Visually
0: I do. Visually and audio, and just absolutely. what you're saying is from so many different dimensions of.
1: Yeah of thought and expression absolutely and for me it's like um a lot of the time i'll 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 be making the pieces of an album or like the pieces of a singular song even and you know like whether i'll be like working on the drums or like working on one particular song or whatever and then you know sometimes and I'm, i'm not trying to sound like uh fake deep or anything when I say these things, especially what I'm about to say. I don't want people to think like I'm just like some narcissistic, like, you know, like I am like such a genius or anything like that. But like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I'm like writing, sometimes I'll be writing stuff and I'll be like, I don't even know what this means. You know what I mean? Like I'm just writing from the heart and I'm just writing some words out and they're coming together and I'm forming in like something. Or I, they it will have a meaning, but then mm. later on, I'll find the sort of deeper meaning and the sort of overarching meaning that it was relating to. And I won't even, like, I didn't have that in mind when I was making it, you know? I get that. And, like, then it'll just, everything will just, like a puzzle, just sort of everything, just sort of comes together. And I'm very intrigued by that. And I have those experiences a lot with, especially specifically with my songwriting. Sometimes I'll just be stringing words together. And whether it be, like, an actual unconscious ever, or me... Sort of consciously putting meaning to something that yep. I didn't have meaning to before. I think either way, it's just as beautiful for my personal experience. Yeah. And I think that it's an idea that I've definitely uh, been really intrigued in, and it's something that I do with a lot of my art is that like everything's sort of connected. Like all the um, I I won't go too deep into detail. Oh, I guess I could. I don't know, <laughs> but um, a lot of a lot of my albums. I mean, every single one of my albums, every single song I've ever put out, like under the JJ Shadow name, like all of that is like as part of a story. Mm-hmm. So there is this like overarching law to all the music that if you listen to everything in like a certain order, um, like it all connects. And it's like a work in progress, obviously, because I yes. haven't finished making all the albums. And, um, you know, like currently, like the order is like I put out this EP in 2018. And it's, like, that's, like, sort of, like, the prologue. And then it's, like, Rainbow Woman, Tales of a Broken Spirit. And then my most recent one, Everything's Alright, I Love You. Like, that's, like,
0: The Order. Yeah. So the first EP was the, the Reggie Biv one. Yeah, that's yeah. the R
1: O Y G B I V. which, yeah, I actually... I was thinking of deleting that, like, ages ago. And because I was, like, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But then I was, yeah. like, there's one song on it, the second song. I'm, like, I love that one. i got to keep yeah. it. But, yeah, sorry, What's that was that? just a random thought. But, yeah, um, for sure, sh- yeah, so, like... Yeah. They all like, even though they're not released in that order, like they all connect in that order chronologically in the story. And it's like, you know, I'm in the future. I'm gonna put out more albums, and they might come after, or in between, or before, like
0: all or that different kind of parts stuff. Or like how, like when people do like TV shows, or yeah, or yeah, yeah, they do like pre, you know,
1: like Quentin Tarantino, yeah. you know, like out of order, but everything sort of connects. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's sort of the thing I'm sort of going for. That's good. And
0: everything has a concept.
1: Everything, to the yeah. The
0: overarching narrative that you're trying to do for however long, yeah. for however long it goes for, exactly, but yeah. But by, by saying that however long, it's like knowing you a very short time and understanding a, a really cool thing that's come out of it is that yeah. you're always creating and always going to be creating because yeah. if you're not gonna if you're not creating, man. Yeah, what, exactly. What's
1: the, you know, no, exactly. Well, it's um.
0: It's a very it's a important concept. Story in it is. Way, right? It is. And this so is paint. It's just, pain, it's just narr- narrating your your life or what you aspire to be. In yeah, for things, sure. Right.
1: That's the thing is that um with everything I do, it's like I just want my stuff to like live forever, and I want my stuff to be like in in a way like my legacy, where it's mm-hmm. like you know
0: has all the codes in it for other if people to listen to. hundred percent.
1: I mean, yeah, like, a lot of... Everything I make is essentially, like, just sort of this, like, sort of testament to, you know, like... I make all my art for me. You know what I mean? Like, all my art that I create is for me. But I put it out there for other people, yes. and I put it out there so it's, like, either I can have, like, a positive impact on either the entire world and universe and be this, like, famous person, or just one single singular person that i help out you know what i mean and like give them a little bit of foundation to find find their wings and to follow their dreams and do whatever they and to stop them from you know i i mean in many ways like for me it's just like i just want to do what like a lot of art has done for me and just inspire people to be whoever they want to be yep and to do what they want to do rather than like Because I think, like, I I don't want to come off as, like, preachy where I'm, like, trying to enforce, like, a certain spiritual idea. Like, I've obviously got my own spiritual beliefs, but I never really want to hammer down my own beliefs into anyone's throat or anything like that. It's more about, you know, like, by me just sort of expressing myself in the most natural way I possibly can and in the most, like, direct way I possibly can. I want people to be able to realize that they've got their own mission statement and their own things yep. that they want to do that's either very similar to mine or complete, be completely separate and have nothing to do with anything that I'm doing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I really just want my music to be the foundation of that and to, you know, help stop someone from, you know, not living or anything like that, I which know. is a lot of shit that I, I mean, it's the reason why I make my art is to just keep keep going and giving, pe- giving myself hope and giving myself faith. If I can give that to other people, that's like mission accomplished. And I think I've been lucky enough to have had experiences where like a person will tell me that like a song is, you know, good and they like appreciate it. It's like help them through something. And like anytime I've someone's told me that, even if it's like a close friend who I already know anyway, yeah. it's like it's like, man, like that's like the most beautiful thing. Like yeah. I can't ask for any more than that. Yeah. You know, that's like foundational. Like I've done my job, so if I can do more than that, if I can reach that sort of thing on a bigger level too, that would like that's incredible, and that's like that's like the big goal, I guess. Yeah. But I'm so you glad know.
0: you said that. But like, just this whole, whole subtly, sus- you just yeah. highlighted the process and your why behind the why, why yeah. you do it, right? For sure. So many whys, but the reason why. <laughs> let's why again? Yeah. Right. Reason why I believe I connect with you is Hmm. there's some similarities that we've kind of highlighted when we weren't on this podcast. Yes, that's right. We tangent and we go off (laughs) on some yarns, but we just kind of this like train of thought, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you were talking about your process of when it comes to making music or expressing yourself, it's what comes natural to you, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, and speaking from my experience of when I was Start of my sort of journey where I was kind of always in my head, but when I yeah. decided, you know what, I've got a phone, I'll do a vlog, <laughs> yeah. and I would just—I haven't—I rec- just—it was like looking in the mirror, and I was just like, blah 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 and then I hit the video, and then I replayed it back, and in replaying back, I was like, "Hey, no, I said that. Yeah, Why yeah, did I yeah. say that?" And it's like you were saying, it's like you're peeling like back the layers For of sure. your mind and your soul to. The of like, okay, these are things I might want to work on to better myself as well. Yeah, well, for first sure. And, first and foremost, and better yourself, but and better other people from the fact that you are knowing yourself a hell of a lot more. Absolutely, is that kind of a, a good way to put it? In terms, I of think so. The summary of what you, your artistry is outside of music or just everything that you do. Yeah, or kind of an embodiment. There?
1: For me, it's like a, a lot of it too is like I love. I think art is, like, one of the only places where you can be unapologetically yourself and also unapologetically not yourself. And you can also show, like, Mm. all your flaws and you can show all the things that, like, you know, if you, like, if I just have, like, a mental breakdown right in front of you and start screaming, it's, like, it's, like, I feel safe enough to do that. But also, I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, But also, it's, like, it would be, like, kind of inappropriate, you know what I mean? Whereas art, like, I can just, like, let all that out and I can... You know, I can say the things that I maybe not even think, and I may even say things that, like, I'm thinking, but, like, I no, I'm not allowed to think. And, like, and it's good because it's not me endorsing those things. It's me working through it. And then other people can work through that through my art as well. And that's, like, yeah. a huge thing. And it's, like, you know, it's interesting. Like, you did this thing where you looked in the mirror and, like, vlogged and then, like, you look back on it. And, like, a lot of the time, like, the creation process for me the creative process for me is like when I get on that mic or I make that beat or whatever yeah. it's like it is like I'm looking in a mirror You're you know it's re- like I'm reviewing it, I'm reviewing it yeah. and it's like I I I think that's a super healthy thing to do and that's like um that's why I like mental health is like uh, it is probably one of the only consistent things that comes up in my art like I think. I try and spice things up and keep things unique and talk about different yeah. things and try and experiment with different sounds as much as I can. But I think with, like, the mental health aspect, like, it's probably, like, excuse me, it's probably, like, the one thing that you could probably attach onto my art. Um, There's probably a few things you can attach, but in my personal view, it's, like, a thing you can attach onto my art. And I guess, for like, that reason is because, like, yeah, like, it's just sort of that idea of, like, putting something out there and then, like, reviewing back on it, and then not only does that help me, but someone listening to that, it might help them. Yep. Or a, e- even if it's, like, a, a mental health issue or, like, any issue that just, doesn't even yeah. relate to them. Like, yeah. I feel like I had that... Relatability,
0: you exp- know, being authentic and vulnerable. For and sure. Just, just being real in terms of your expression.
1: It's that empathetic yeah. sort of point of view. It's, like, yeah. there's so many albums that I've listened to where, like, I don't necessarily, like... Relate to what they're talking about, but the fact that they're talking about it makes me relate to them. You know what I mean? It's like that sort of human to human, heart to heart, empathetic expression that I'm super super interested in. And, um, yeah, I think that's all I got to say about that thought tangent because I, yeah. just, I just I can't. I forgot what we were talking about before. I just no no no. no. I mean, we're <laughs> just know?
0: talking about like you kind of touched on stuff before. And it's just I was going to ask you what like a yeah. lot of everything you just said in the last, like, 15. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of how we're going to lead to it. So every yeah, tangent, sure. and by the by kind of on theme mm. of a the conversation, it's, like, just trusting your gut when you, like, like what you're doing right now is yeah. doing what you probably do when you're, like, creating as well, right? Going sure, on tangents. Yeah. But that tangents are a reason because they need to be said. Yeah, it's like they, so they relate the to last, a whole picture, yeah, you know? Exactly. a bigger picture. And that, like, last 10, 15 minutes of big picture stuff is just summary of yourself and it's just super dope. Oh thank you man. Thank but you. Well, thank now, you for letting me oh, go no, on that's it, you awesome. know what i Because I cool. was like I mean that's where like um as I was saying, just reiterate, like like connect with yourself and saw you perform that first time on um every at springboard um yeah, Cassette I know. But it was even that was like your first time performing in a while, right? Yeah,
1: so I had so that I was had the, and done new music
0: you were performing as well.
1: Yeah, so you know, the only, the only, the only released song that I performed at the Cassette 9 Ray Leslie gig, by the way, shout out Ray Leslie, the GOAT, one of the best they ever do it. Shout out her. Anyway. Yeah, shout out Ray. Shout out Ray. Moving on from that though. um, the, Yeah, the only released song I did at that Cassette 9 gig was the song called Goodnight, which I put on my third album, my most recent one, um, which is in 2020, so it's been a while. But Outside of that, yeah, like, all the songs are brand new, and I hadn't performed since 2021, yeah. um, like, April 2021, so it essentially had yeah. been, like, just, like, just a bit under a year yeah. um, since I last performed, just because, A, COVID, and, B, like, just having to, like, sort of creatively, like, sort of recollect myself and figure out what I was doing after putting out that very massive third album that was, like, quite a, quite, um, quite a... A testimony of my spirit. I don't know if I've worded that correctly, but that yeah. is like quite a. Yeah. It took that a lot sense. out of me to make that. And it takes a lot out of me to make like all my albums, but with that one, it was like. That was a very long, two year long process
0: making that third album. I and mean, then a bit of a year of just, okay. Yeah. And um, not that you feel empty, but you're like, I need to live a little bit yeah, more was, to like. For never sure. Have it stuff was to like, yeah.
1: I had to like upgrade all my stuff because I moved from the my another piece of context that might be interesting for people is that like uh my first three albums which are currently at the time of this recording and probably the time of this release the only released material I have uh is my first three albums the two albums oh and my first EP so those four projects that are all on SoundCloud and Bandcamp and the most recent album that is also on Spotify um those were all made on my phone using GarageBand So similar process to the iPad, but obviously I could like import samples properly and like Like a a subtle level
0: a subtle level up but not a big step. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. We have kind of the music outside of your third album or after third album till now. Yeah. And particularly by the time that people are watching this, yeah. It will be they'll be able to listen to Something new from JJ Shadow. It Absolutely. hasn't been a feature, but it's a, a new single. single. Yeah, um,
1: that's right, because I've got the um, Find Your Wings single coming out um, on 25th February, um, which may or may not be out by the time this comes out, but either way, the point is it's going to be out, like, it's, it, it, it'll basically be in everyone's hands around the time this pod comes out, and, yeah, it's like, it's a really, I think for me, it like symbolically the song represents like a new leaf that I'm sort of turning over and I'm sort of saying stuff that I've said before about like, you know, sort of being free uh, creatively and also like, but there's more of a, of a point of view of like sort of like being motivated to do what you want to do and chase your dreams and just be who you are and just like be who you are unapologetically. Like that's what a lot of the song is about. And it sort of, it's it, it sort of like, once again, like, without me knowing, I sort of was speaking on, like, sort of my past year and just the past few years of, like, being an artist and, you know, like, realising that, like, I had sort of been hiding away for a little and I had been, like, going through a lot of mental health stuff and because of that, like, I had, like, sort of, like, crawled my way back into the darkness and, uh, like, the darkness sort of, like, what I started it in the first place, you know Mm. what I mean? Coming from nothing and, like, making a light. And I feel like with a lot of the ideas on Find Your Wings that I'm talking about, which is this new single, is, like, sort of me, like, sort of, like, sort of breaking the chains away from that and breaking the chains so I can, you know, really be who I am and and come back as an artist, as J.J. Shadow as a musician and sort of, like, start this new chapter of stuff that I think is not only technically better, because, like, I'm using better equipment, and I'm, I've, I've with this song, actually, I had my my very dear friend, Checkered Patterns, Seb. Uh, Seb, the bro, shout out him, he's amazing, I had him mix and master it, and help me record it, and he did a little bit of the production on it as well, um you know, just sort of helped me, I did most of the beat, and he helped me, like, really flesh it out, sort
0: of yeah, thing. Make it sound, a
1: bit yeah, yeah, for sure, bring it to the step next step level, step. I guess. And, um, I, for me, it's like, not only is like this song and all the songs that are about to come out from now, cause I plan on putting out a release every month is like the plan open. for yeah. this year is put something out every month. Just put, just going to put that out there. Put out there. Um, so yeah, like with this, it's like new leaf. Technically, I feel like I've leveled up quite a bit and with my rapping and like my songwriting abilities, but also it feels like I've, I've come back from where I was like a lot stronger because you know I was I was you know fresh 18 when I made that third album and I was making mistakes and not really sticking true to who I was morally sometimes and which is what a lot of that album's about funnily enough but um you know I feel like from that point on I've done I've taken the time to do a lot of growing and I've taken the time um to do a lot of reflecting and now it's just sort of like I'm fucking here as you know, I'm fucking here and like, you know, I'm going to stay here now. Yeah, this is it. That's like, awesome.
0: I'm back. <laughs> and is that one of those times like, without dwelling into a lot of that stuff, but just that mental health aspect is so, so important because you know, I have, I'm have i pretty vulnerable when, it, when mm. it comes to having these conversations on, on the pod, but it mm. seems to be this coherent theme through the pods yeah. as well. It's subtly. but it's always good to address where – I feel like where you are now, you would have, you know, you had your sponge, which is you or your yeah, brain, yeah. and it's murky water for a while, right? For sure, absolutely. Or after the album or whatever it is, and then what you've done is just rinsed it out. Mm. It keeps some of the stuff that's, yeah, the yeah good yeah. stuff or the of reflective stuff, and then you're like, sure. okay, I'm ready to take, take it more, all take more, it. more sponge stuff in, and it's just. I find with a lot of that stuff is. I'm constantly a sponge but then every once in a while I need to like rinse rinse it get, out because sometimes rinse. the information you take in isn't worth it and sometimes yeah, some rinse, rinse the bad stuff out and absolutely just, like go and like keep the stuff that you've the, the codes or the good things that you've gained over time absolutely that make you who you are or you know help you find out who you are like you were saying as someone listens to a JJ Shatter song that gives you or listens to this actually because there's been yeah. so many of those sort of talks of if you're feeling a bit ah, lost, mm, yeah, you know, even whether it's like writing something down. I mean, you know, really having conversations with yourself of discovery and being open to discover, absolutely, and, you know, opening absolutely. your heart up to yourself first and foremost, and then that will trickle into other people.
1: Sure. I 100 I definitely agree. And I think like a lot of that so- a lot of the new song definitely touches into those sort of ideas and feelings. And I think that like a lot of my work has in the pre- in the past too. But I think um now it's like it feels like more relevant than ever. And it also is like a huge thing of um you know like I I think I'm really with a lot of my stuff recently is that like I've always had this huge mental health aspect, but I think with um a lot of my stuff I've played into this sort of like idea where like I'll have to tell a story and create a character and create Mm -hmm. a scenario or a situation, which is what the sort of overarching story that I'm trying to make is like sort of pointing to. And like, that's what I've been doing. But I think with my, with these songs that are about to come out and even like the next album, which is currently in the works, hopefully get that out by this year. Should throw that out there? <laughs> uh, but, you know, you know just might as well. But, yeah, like, even with those things, like, I, I'm actually finding myself, like, the more invigorating things for me is being able to just, like, s- put it all out and yep. really put it all out, like, from my perspective and being who I am and not really trying to create this narrative, but rather actually just, like, saying how it is. Like, I've got yep. some songs that are going to come out after this, where it's like, I delve into some real dark territory, and I delve into some territory where it's like, I'm not being hopeful, and I'm not being uh, inspiring, and I'm just being negative as shit, and I love that, because that's like, the real human experience, people feel like that all the time, and I feel like that all the time, I, I, you know, today even, like, I woke up, and like, and just every day, like, I, I struggle, I struggle feeling attached to reality, all the time, I constantly am, like, in my own head, all the time, like, I have to really, like, you know, be very visceral, and, like, you know, touch things, and, you know, like, really yep. bring myself back down the earth to realize, like, oh, like, no, I'm, like, a real person, yeah, and I all like, this kind of stuff, I you am know? awake, the yeah, I, like, yeah, 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 for sure, the, the day is there, yeah, like, exactly, yeah. and that's, like, yeah. a, a huge, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people, without admitting to it, and a lot of people, without even acknowledging it, actually feel like that all the time. And I feel like that's why it's not only powerful to me, but also with these songs, like if I've shown it to a friend or like a fellow artist or whatever, like they felt invigorated by what I've played them because it's like, I've touched on things that are real for them and it just sort of wakes them up to whatever they're going through. And also the other thing is that like, what's what I love about art is that sometimes it does none of that shit. Sometimes it's just like a dope song and a dope beat. And that surface level stuff is also like the most emotional, beautiful things ever. It's that real, just you know, like childlike. I like this. I don't know why,
0: but I, I do like it. You know. But then at the end of the day, as you said, the reason, the first and immediate like, reason why you make music or any sort of like creative expression is for yourself. So for sure, yeah. If you're feeling like you, you know, are getting something from it, that... Adds as an incremental step for this overall. The narrative because yeah. we're all kind of characters over by past selves or characters of our future selves. Absolutely, hundred percent. So it's just like as long as it's hitting, it gives you the energy to be feel invigorated to continue doing. Stuff.
1: Absolutely, for oh sure. wow, it's it's a bu- it's a beautiful concept it. and it's a beautiful thing that I think that um just taps into a lot of ideas that we've been speaking on the yeah. whole pod. <laughs> And I think that um, it's really great to talk about them and to touch on them because I think that, like, it's an idea that, like, these are ideas that I think people go through and people relate to. Um, And it's good to talk it out, not only for the sake of our own mental health, but, you know, for other people hearing it as well. And that's why it's, like, a lot of my music really, like, taps into that feeling. And, um, yeah, that's about it. That's That's all I've got to say about that particular topic. As we're, <laughs> as we're, like,
0: um, as we're kind of coming towards the end, do you want to yeah. give a little teaser of, of the track, just on your, you're connected up into your phone? Can do. Just a little, little sneaky, sneaky of the first, like... This
1: first, first single?
0: Yeah, or the first single. As, as we said, um, by the time you watch this and see this or hear this, um, the single will be out, so go to your favourite, um, digital service provider, um... Check it out it'll, it'll, be be, it'll be everywhere It'll be everywhere, everywhere. It just yeah. won't be
1: In like a store Or something like that yeah. It won't be like JB Hi-Fi But digital Or everywhere You find it it'll Anywhere be, it'll you be want everywhere
0: So <laughs> Excellent Great Well, We'll, we'll great, play great. this And then afterwards Before you hit play I'll get you to do um, We have a Yana A quick little Wrap up after you play for The sure, song for sure. But I want to As this plan I want you to think of a Kiwi artist that isn't yourself that you want to ride out to. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll play, and actually introduce your single, and then uh, it seems like this is radio. (laughs) All right.
1: It's your boy, JJ Shadow. We out here. This uh, first song is uh, my new single that's going to come out or might already be out on the 25th of February, and it's called Find Your Wings. It's produced by me and my friend Checkered Patterns, mixed and mastered by Checkered Patterns. And it's now just loading on Google Drive, so now awkward pause. Sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: you know, um, I'm looking forward to just this year for you, bro. So thank that's you, man. Super cool. I appreciate and that. And, Like, just thanks for being like super vulnerable. Oh, ah, thank you for this. having. Or thank just you for, just for letting be me, yourself. bro. I think you know, I think that's probably the best way to say it without saying vulnerable. or Talking about me, just being yeah. yourself. For nice sure.
1: Thing. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on letting me talk about these things, man. I appreciate yeah, anytime, it. So bro. much more to talk about too, you know. Exactly so much bro. more to delve into. Exactly. So. Bro. Hell yeah. Which is dope.
0: That's awesome, bro. Shall I give it a play? Yeah, hit a play. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Thank you. Should I
1: create bits of hope to plaster on the bonds that's broken and scattered notes? My creativity is all I got for me to breathe. I pray it never leaves me and what feels like everything does. But I know it's in my fate to succeed. I simply have to be the greatest of all time. I mean, this is a competitive race. Most days I'm feeling the rage. but I am love. And that thought is something I can't escape. And I don't mean I'm in it. I mean, I am it. This is my point of view. My truth is panoramic. And I do not mean to damage any beat.
0: Sorry, that's all you get. You have to go to the the um digital service providers or the streaming services and stuff, but from what I've just heard, that was the first time I've actually heard it. Ah oh, true, yeah. So <laughs> Thank uh, you. I no, appreciate it. So I'll, I'll be um what date will it be? it it'll be That'll f- be out Friday, twenty fourth of 5th. February. Sweet. Excellent, I'll wow, be there. That's dope. Midnight, um, honestly, all bro. Services, awesome. All services. Well, bro, it's been a p- honestly at any Ooh, time absolutely. as well. You already know that. Absolutely, like, you absolutely. Can come around here and oh, the just chill. <laughs> yeah, the cat, did, you, did the cat just walk past I the camera? Just, did I just walked past he the did. camera. So he had to at some point. He that was a season. That was a season two. Mr. Fe's appearance and shout you know, out the bro. Shout out to the bro, Mr. Fee's. <laughs> um, but bro, do you want to um pick what song we're gonna ride out to? Like what? Any Kiwi artist that you want. Any just Kiwi like, artist? Okay. Because the whole purpose of it is just to kind of, yeah, we know that Aotearoa oh. music is just phenomenal. It's incredible. And it's a way to kind of like pay Most it underrated scene. Most underrated scene in the world. Pay it forward, pay it forward, you know. So what song would you, if you were to pick, and you can play it on your phone, or I can try and figure it out on mine. Bom. I can play it on my phone. Oosh. Um, yeah,
1: up. This song. Is I actually I actually had it in mind on the way here. I was oh, like, you already you already the, had it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this is probably what gonna be what I'm gonna use. Oh, hello, Mister oh, yeah. Febs. Um, but I am gonna pick the song, "Home," by my wonderful friends, Creative Minds,
0: and the song oh. features Indie Skies. Do you know how buzzy it is if You slip that song? Yeah, one of your new tracks, there. Previewed in 59 seconds Yes Gnarly so, Yeah I know uh, They're, incredible. Home. They're incredible so They're incredible They're incredible yeah. Alright so, Creative minds Home Indie Skies Shout out to Indie Skies as well Shout out to Indie um, Skies
1: Yes absolutely And, and shout and out
0: to everyone Out there Who is just On their journey Out there creating Yeah, And just Shout to out the Navigators Yeah shout, shout out Navigators him. Long different.
1: Sleeve Dez, Matt Gab Do you, shout Delay, bro. Do you shout Dallas out. Bro If I'm missing anyone I'm so sorry Indie Skies Checker patterns, creative minds, salute to you. And if I'm missing anyone, I'm so 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 so
0: sorry. Someone saying that. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. So thanks. Hope you enjoyed this pod. Hope you enjoy hearing JJ Shadow's origin story. You'll see in the in the bio and stuff. You ways to get hold of JJ or go and find out more about him on where to get his music, where to get you know and social medias and all that sort of nonsense. <laughs> um, but yo, credit Minds, yep. home in these guys. Shot, brother. Thank you, bro. Thank you for listening, watching everything. Season 2, baby. Yeah. Season 2.
1: Oh, yo, what's up, Jerry? Oh, Shams, yes. what's going on? Man? Yo. How you been? All good, all good. Yo, man. I was up getting some samples at Real Cookie today. My eyes were main blind of the universe lost my nana to cancer as i carried her out the hearse i thought of the earth as we proceed to feed another soul what was my purpose keeping build eyes for the nearest goal. the story unfolds, folks a nervous kid in customer service the money comes through no need to purchase minds on verses almost every day and every form and shape just trying to get me a million with the hundreds that i make i keep feeling some type of way my mind's paranoid of the hate but i guess i'm only human what more could a brother say? And if i had to fly away and be free of tripe and sin they keep telling me life's a game and if so Playing oh, <laughs> to win, they keep telling me yeah. life's a game, and if so, I'm playing to win, they keep telling me life's a
0: game.